You're listening to Bye Bye Baby, a Dob Berman production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bye Bye Baby. Uh, remember, if you're not old enough to download a dating app and then delete it, because what are you going to do? Go out and hook up with some stranger during a pandemic? Then download it again the next day, because what are you going to do? Talk to your houseplants about how lonely you are? And then repeat that for a whole year? I envy your youth lightheartedness. Also, you're not old enough to listen to this podcast, and neither is your houseplant. <laughs> well, I'm Julie. I'll be your babysitter for today. And my babies are Maddie and Max. <laughs> so this week, <laughs> we're going to be talking about uh, quarantine relationships and which is basically <laughs> going to be how we dealt with relationships during this weird fucked up year. So this lovely panini that we're going through. Oh, it was wonderful. Oh, delicious. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, as the year was going by, um, we noticed that um, the divorce rates amongst, obviously, uh, married couples have spiked everywhere, basically. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but on the United States, the number of people looking for divorces was 34% higher from March through June compared to 2019. So... Um, we found this on the New York Post, so it's not <laughs> random bullshit. Um, it's amazing and, what well, a few months of being locked in the house with your significant other will do to you. Exactly. Though, yeah. I will say, um, I think the people that probably came so to that breaking I, point probably had issues before, so... <laughs> yeah, um, there is a... So the thing with that that I think is worth bearing in mind in... Um, America and Britain and Europe and um, where is it? In a lot of the world, um, there is an unfair division of labor in um, households. It is usually the women doing all the housework, taking care of any kids, um, cleaning, tidying, making food. Um, then, and I remember reading some articles that one of the biggest problems was now. Uh, the men are in the house, but they're not doing any of the housework. And so, um, again, it is... Um, and before anyone comments, I thought this um, podcast was supposed to be about bisexuality. Um, yeah, a man and a woman can still be a bisexual couple. And I think... I'm going off on a slight tangent here. I think it is important for uh, bisexual men to realise we are not, just because we're queer, help. Um, I think it's important for all queer men to realize that just because we're queer doesn't mean that we're not conditioned by the patriarchy. Um, a lot of the stuff I read was men just straight up not doing housework, and that was leading to um, maybe not divorce, but it was leading to uh, frustration, it was leading to tension, it was leading to... Um, a lot it was leading to conflict and in a lot of the cases it was something that was totally fucking avoidable by just doing your fucking laundry <laughs> yeah that's and true. it's also important to note that going back to what you said like the um 
just like I thought this podcast was supposed to be about bisexuality. It's also important to note that even if you are in a seemingly hetero relationship, that doesn't mean you're not bisexual still. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just reiterate that. We have said that multiple times. I will keep saying that until I die. (laughs) Hmm. But yeah. So yeah. And one thing the the research showed was the newlyweds took the hardest hit. Ah. Uh, 20% of the couples who sought divorce were married within the past five months or less, compared to just 11% in 2019. So it almost doubled the rate. I think it's... Um... And... Sorry. Yeah? No, I was just gonna yeah. say that despite that, we still had a, a wedding. Yes. A um... marriage going on. I'll... Um, yeah, I wanted to mention, I just wanted to mention real quickly on the terms of the newlyweds thing, I think part of that is um, due to the fact that um, you're in a bit of a weird situation, you're just getting married for the first time, you might have that sort of thing of like, a lot of married couples get married and then go on a honeymoon and have like a big party. A lot of people who got married in quarantine go to get back to the house Mm -hmm. and they're stuck there and um that kind of i feel like that kind of sucks because um your wedding doesn't feel very special if it's just a couple of guys in a thing and you want to like something bigger um with that in mind me and anna we already if you didn't listen to the last episode me and anna we got married um we when did you get married we got married uh, on December the 18th, uh, 2020. Um, we got married in... Oh, what? Speak of the devil, Anna. You summoned down. her. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... That was my lovely wife. Yeah, Anna accidentally just hopped into our Discord call, and that was... <laughs> impeccable timing on her part Perfect timing. <laughs> her um, ears were burning yeah. <laughs> we got um because i was saying me and anna we weren't really under any we already knew that a big wedding wasn't really on the cards for us due to um time mostly due to time and logistic concerns the coronavirus um just sort of like hammered home yeah, we're having a small wedding. It was um, me and her, obviously, um, me and her, <laughs> my mum and stepdad, my sister, and Tori and Mariana. Um, we did try to stream it on Twitch, but that didn't work. Um, and yeah, I don't know what I fucked up, but I did fuck it up and we didn't have a proper Twitch stream. Um it happens. Technology but, is hard. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, it's one of the things that we're going to... I'll save it because we're going to get into the technology thing. But um, me and Anna got married, and I'm not going to lie, I was a little concerned with all of the stuff saying, like, oh, newlyweds aren't going to make it. Um, and part of me thinks that me and Anna have been cushioned from that because we have being in a long distance relationship we're aware that we aren't going to have a sort of like big um 
a fancy wedding like um, my mum and my stepdad and a lot of my family have had, we were always going to just have a small ceremony. Um, it does suck that some of the people we wanted there weren't able to come. Um, and the other thing that's still giving me concerns is um, after almost four, it was about, you can count it in hours, it was about 40 hours after we got married, uh, Anna went back to the States to visit her family and get her visa sorted out. Um, mm. I am honestly low-key, I don't think it's going to happen, but there is that little anxiety bit in the back of my head going like, hey, what if we're going to be one of these couples who don't work out? Yeah. Um, it's scary. That's just the anxiety. It's a scary time. Just, yeah. Um, like I said, it's just the anxiety talking. I know how to use a fucking vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and I know also... how to use a fucking vacuum cleaner, and my sister is the most feminist person I know. If she finds out that I'm not doing the washing up, she will kill me. I... Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I think that... But I'm pretty sure it's going to work all, yeah. all fine. Hmm. You and Anna have one of the strongest relationships I think I've ever seen. So yeah. I think mm -hmm. most of us can say wholeheartedly that we, we have no doubts. Yeah. Of course, you know, there is uncertainty. So yeah. it um, is going to weasel into your thoughts. But... Yeah. You I mean, guys will make it. I know we will. I just <laughs> um the biggest the biggest stress for us is um we were in a long distance relationship for about 3 years. Yeah. We spent um almost the entirety of Oh god, yeah, we spent almost the entirety of 2019 and 2020 um living together so we were together we were like together living in the same house for 18 months give or take about mm -hmm. three weeks um and now we've gone back to long distance and holy shit does that suck um and it is really it is really odd um it is really odd being married but effectively not having had um like a honeymoon period not having had um a time to and i honestly don't think anything's going to change when i don't think anything's going to change from our regular routine when she's back here and we're um a married couple rather than um partners i i'm realizing i have a very weird vocabulary when it comes to relationships um <laughs> It's going to be weird when we're not like boyfriend girlfriend type instead of um, mm -hmm. married type. But I don't think anything is going to change dramatically. But again, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I remember, like, I went back to my hometown for Christmas, and I was talking with a couple of friends. And um, we're just chatting about people from school. One of them said something like, oh, have you heard? I um, can't even remember who it was. Uh, someone's gotten married. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so weird that everyone our age is getting married. I don't... Wait, hang on. 
Um, I so I still don't think I don't know if that's hit me yet. I don't know if it's hit me that uh, like holy shit, I'm married to the love of my life. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I realize you guys haven't had that that honeymoon period. Yeah, exactly. So... And when we say honeymoon period, I don't think we're talking about. I'm aware that I'm talking too much. I'm sorry. When we say honeymoon <laughs> period, um, I don't know if this is the same with you two. But when I say it, I don't mean that sort of like. You take a nice vacation to Hawaii yeah. or Madrid. I mean that period where you're married and you get like a couple of weeks off work to just just be with just each enjoy. Other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just enjoy it. Um, we and haven't really had that. It's just like a, a a period of time where everything is just new and exciting. And even mm. if you've been with this person for a long time, it is kind of like you know not necessarily i don't fresh start isn't the word that i'm looking for but it is it's a new chapter so it's yeah everything is new yeah. and exciting and you're just kind of like relishing in your love and you guys didn't get to have that period of time we will i mean like in person yeah but you guys will be back together i know it will happen pretty soon <laughs> So and she will be vaccinated, it, probably. It'll just be delayed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you want to say anything else? Um, no, I think my main thing is um, my main takeaway from this is um, I know a couple of relationships that have failed, um, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they failed because of the coronavirus or um, not. Sorry. I know a couple of people whose relationships turned out to have not worked out, and I don't know if that's because of the coronavirus or if it's just been exacerbated because of it, or if it um, would have happened eventually or at that point anyway. Um, Some of them have simply been people going, um, like, yeah, I don't feel the same way as you about you as I did. Mm -hmm. But I also know some that have been, and I almost don't want to say it, but I know a couple of relationships that have failed very clearly because they fucking did not talk to each other. They did not do, um, they had like an uneven division of housework and shit. They did not, um, there was the stresses of everything else on top of it and they were not dealing with it and they couldn't deal with it. Um, and that sucks, but at the same time, holy fucking shit, you need to talk to your partners. Mm -hmm. You need to have, you need to know what the two of you are doing. You need to have communication. Yep. And whether there's a pandemic or not, communication is key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll just go ahead and jump and say, like, I, I touched on this in the, like, reunion episode that, you know, we, we finally announced to everyone that Tori and I were actually together Hmm. um and uh unfortunately we had to you know make the decision to end that because of the pandemic uh not because we didn't want to be together it was simply just because of you know circumstance and logistics um because you know she wants to stay in scotland for the foreseeable future and a few months into quarantine, like I had the realization that I needed to go home mm. um, for my mental health and to be with my family. And thank good I 
thank goodness I did. Um, but I'm sure there's lots of other people out there that have been in similar situations where it was kind of like, you know, neither party wanted it to be over, but yeah. given the circumstances, there was things keeping them apart yeah. and that sucks. But I, yeah. um, I've had that with, um, someone I used to date. We basically decided, Hey, um, and at the time it really sucked and I was really upset, but, um, even like a few months later, I was just like, yeah, no, this was the right call. Um, mm -hmm. and that goes back to the thing I mentioned. There are, um, at the risk of sounding like a jerk, some relationships, um, it doesn't matter how much work you put into them. Some relationships aren't going to work, not because of, um, horrible issues, but just because of, um, in a, just because of, um, different ideas of where you want to be in life. Yes, absolutely. And maybe that's, that's a good thing for, for some people, um, hmm. you know, they were kind of forced into the position of yeah. dealing with the stuff that maybe they've been avoiding talking about, or they've been yeah. blissfully ignorant about of, you know, future plans and, yeah. um, they had to confront those things and like, you that's, know, that's that the thing. split could have been for the better. Yeah. Um, so like I'm aware we've had a relatively um, down a tone when we've been talking about this, but uh, Maddie, you've raised a one, you've raised a really good point. Um, if it's not working out, the best thing to do is not try and force it. Um, mm -hmm. If you can't fix it, then, you know, don't. Um, there it's okay are... if it doesn't work out. Yeah. Sometimes people just aren't meant to be together yeah. long term, and that's okay. It doesn't make mm -hmm. the relationship any less special or hmm. the memories any less important. It's just you realize that you're two people that are going in different directions, and that's yeah. okay. Um, and it's better to realize it sooner than later. Yeah. But still... We don't really want to be alone. Yes. Yeah. So uh, dating apps are there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, so for the singletons out there, that are so many dating apps, we do have um, we do have some queer only sites that we can recommend to you. Um, if you want, you can DM us. We'll try to leave a link on the description of the podcast. Mm. I have no idea how we do that because I think that's. Mariana. <laughs> Mariana's area, but if you don't find it, just DM us on any social platform and we'll send it to you. By then we'll, but, we'll have our well, website. I, I believe our website is up and, you know, it's our, our WordPress site. Don't judge us if it doesn't look great. We're noobs for the <laughs> website shit. We're going to get better there. <laughs> but oh, all yeah. of like the, the show <laughs> notes and stuff should be there on the website. Um, if we ever talk about any sort of sources or links or anything they should be there yeah so um i know from experience uh a small handful of them i use tinder like for years and years and years i think that's the most popular of the dating website dating apps mm -hmm. and website mm -hmm. as well um i've used bumble for a while but i don't like bumble because um the the women start the conversation and i 
hate them because I have no idea how to start a conversation. <laughs> it's awful. I also used Hinge for a while, for a long while. That was the most fun. I agree. Because uh, people could post, people could post pictures uh, with prompts and say funny things, and you kind of got to know people a little bit better yeah. than just the pictures and a bio that no one know knows what write about exactly isn't but still sorry um i'm not sure if i know hinge very well but that's the one that's designed for like isn't that one explicitly designed for finding like a long-term relationship that's the goal Kinda, yeah i think that's the goal the main proposition of hinge uh they always say like uh that's the app designed to be deleted because hmm. they wanted to find someone who's good enough for you that you want to do yeah. with the app. And the, the goal is also to get you to meet people off of the app. Um, mm -hmm. Now that looks different. <laughs> Before, I would have said they the goal is to get you to meet these people in person and not get stuck in that, that loop of just talking to them on the app and then yeah. nothing ever comes of it. Um, because they, yeah. they have... Uh, like in your matches, like in your message with that person, you're able to click like, we met, and then you give, you know, information on whether you're interested in them, you want to get to know them more, and that kind of like, um, yeah, it curates yeah. the people <laughs> that they send your way. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I think those the yeah. prompts are a great a great, great feature because that gives you a great place to start a conversation. Um, I, I really love Hinge. I've been using it a lot lately. Um, and I seem to be the one that always starts the conversations, <laughs> but I always start the conversation going <laughs> off of one of their prompts. It's a great discussion starter. So, I mean, of course there's, there's still the weirdos. Uh, there's always mm. going to be weirdos on, on dating apps and also the people that are just looking for hookups it doesn't matter what app you go on they're going to be there um but from my experience hinge has been pretty good yeah i've started using those um more often by the end of 2019 so one thing i noticed um after the, the pandemic started was uh dating apps were starting to uh introduce features like chat via web via hmm. via your camera you know a video chat and it was super interesting because we didn't have that before and mm -hmm. we needed to find ways to connect remotely and netflix party also came up i think i believe it, it was around that time although i'm not sure but um yeah there was other websites was that that did it but they weren't well known popular yeah but adding the name netflix, netflix party. to the name everyone knows about it <laughs> yeah so <laughs> funny thing is i actually ended up meeting a guy on tinder like not even a month ago but he's pretty sweet he's just like he's with me like max is with anna so no he he's good yeah he's good and well one thing we've been doing because we can't meet because we're being responsible uh we're like gaming together we're always on discord we're video chatting all the time uh we also watch movies like a lot 
it's been like three or four movies a week sometimes. Oh. So that's yeah. fun. I think it's something that um I feel that personally in the stuff I've been doing that's shifted online and I presume dating sites are having a problem as well. Um lots of people have decided, oh let's move it onto online, let's do it over Zoom or Skype or whatever. And I've not really thought about anything other than that. Um Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it's great that you guys are still gaming together, still doing dates, still doing stuff, um, and you're not falling into a trap that I presume dating sites are running into with, like, um, just sort of going, like, oh, here's a nice walk in a park where you're socially distanced. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Though, let me let me say really quick, I think that walks are a great first date. Yes. Because... Science has proven, I okay, let me give a quick recommendation for a book. If you are struggling with relationships, read the book, How to Not Die Alone. It's great. The name might be off-putting and <laughs> make you feel like shit, but it's great, I promise. And something that it said, um, it was talking about walking dates and how they're really great to get to know someone because... It has been proven that sitting next to or standing next to a person makes it easier for you to open up um, rather than if they were sitting right across from you. So walking is a great way to do that because yeah. um, you're not looking directly at the person's eyes and it oh, kind yeah. of relieves yeah. some of the pressure. Um, so walks are great if you live somewhere where you can go on decent mm. walks but yeah but always remember if you go on walks with someone just make sure it's like a yeah. public space well lit safe yeah well all the safety recommendations as always especially for our female buddies listeners yes. please don't go on so, walks down by the river yeah. late at night <laughs> yeah please don't do so, that <laughs> so there's one thing as well um we all know most of us are super horny during the pandemic. And <laughs> some people were trying to... Well, most of us are trying to take safety precautions. But some people are stupid. And some people have tried to... like, Or have done like first dates at someone else's house. So that's like a huge risk people are, are taking. And it's so unnecessary because you don't know the person. Hmm. Yeah. So on both ends, have, going to a stranger's yeah. house and or having a stranger come to your house, those are both it's probably unsafe. a bad idea. <laughs> you yeah. will be talked about um, on another podcast, but it will be true crime. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell if that's funny or really mean. Yeah. And well, slightly sexist. Both. Don't it's don't let humor. your first date end up on a true crime podcast, please. Please. Um, is that our call, is that our call, is that our call to action? <laughs> yes. If you go on a first date, yes, what, let me write that down. If you go on a first date, would you rather be on um, a relationship advice podcast or a true crime podcast? At the end of it. Oh God. <laughs> so please don't let your first date end up in a, on a true crime podcast. Basically, that's that's going to be our advice. 
So, well, since a lot of people have been using uh, dating apps of all kinds, uh, there's also been the unfortunate event, not only one, which is even sadder, that many queer people were using online dating during the quarantine and they have been outed or put in danger. So, like Morocco, for example, where homosexuality is still illegal, people use the geo-navigation feature to out and target at least 100 gay men. And in South Korea and Russia, they also had spikes in homophobic attacks since quarantine mm. started. So, yeah. well, if you find yourself in a dangerous situation of some sort, um, check our show notes and we'll try to give you as many um, as many resources as we can to help you out or at least shed some light on the problem. Um, I'm gonna link to Rainbow Railroad. I'm gonna send Mariana links to Rainbow Railroad and mm -hmm. um, I'm also gonna try and find some links for uh, specific charities in um, South Korea, in Russia, in Morocco, in those countries you mentioned, and also who, if you're not in that country, then maybe you can still donate and help support them. I'm not sure what the situation is. Um, I'm also going to link um, to sites in um, our countries, so the UK, the US, Brazil, and Portugal. Perfect. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, and also, if you are in a situation or like you live somewhere where you don't feel supported um anything like that we are here to talk to mm. um so definitely feel free to ever reach out to any of us um you know if you just need someone to listen to yeah. i mean if you just need someone to listen to you um get anything off your chest we are here yeah um we're here we're I mean queer we're here, we're queer, we're here to listen. Um, by the same token, we're not um, we're not professionals. If you are in a yeah. dangerous situation and you need help getting out of it, um, we will be able to signpost you to, we will possibly be able to signpost you to other people, but we're not, but we don't have the resources to actually do that. Yeah. Um, we're more like a friendly shoulder and not professional help yeah so just keep yes. that in mind we're not therapists no, no we're not not even but close <laughs> most of us are good listeners so if you just you just Sorry. need to get anything off your chest you just need someone to chat with reach out to one of us we're in a billion different time zones so one of us is bound to be awake time zone box <laughs> <clears throat> um so let's move to a, a positive note let's move let's Let's bring out the steamy, Ooh, um, the steamy oh, bits. One quick thing to just, yes. one quick thing to just tack on the end of that, because um, like <laughs> Julie said, people are using um, dating apps to uh, target LGBT people. Um, again, the same stuff applies. Meet in somewhere, make sure you're safe at all times. Um, just... Make sure you're safe at all times. Please don't end up on a true crime podcast. Um, if you're worried that someone might not be legit, just fucking ghost them. There is no shame in ghosting someone. 
There's some, there is some shaming ghosting someone, but not in this context. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to wait for Halloween to, to ghost someone, just so you know. <laughs> yes. Which ghoster are you? Mm. If you're <laughs> Which famous danger- ghost are you? <laughs> are there famous ghosts? There's Casper. Does your dating app end with you being on a true crime po- podcast or you being a ghost? <laughs> Always a ghost. Por que no los dos? <laughs> if you end up on the true crime podcast, you're probably going to become a ghost. <laughs> All right, shall we get back to the sexy stuff? Let's get back to the sexy stuff. Sexy times. Oh, yeah. So what I could give you guys was the straight perspective of the dating during the pandemic. But we also found an article which is titled How Queer People Are Getting Off While Staying In. (laughs) (laughs) And it's basically about how people are trying to simulate intimacy using long distance techniques like cyber sex, slower courtship times, while being unbearably bored and horny. Anna wants to add that it's also from March 2020, so the data isn't still isn't super relevant anymore. But you know, that might still happen. Maddie, mm. <laughs> how did you deal with your long distance relationships? Because um, I know you had some. Oh, <laughs> I had some. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was more okay. than one, wasn't it? <laughs> so. First of all, let me say, I really hope my parents aren't listening to this because this will be really awkward. Um, <laughs> but um, despite being demisexual, I I will be honest here. I think I have a fairly high sex drive and um, being locked up at home by yourself really, <laughs> it gives you even more time to think about it and stew in it. So, Daisy. Let's just wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) He's being murdered. (laughs) You just hear someone scream. (laughs) True crime podcast coming your way. (laughs) God. I think he's done. Okay, so as I was saying, um, in quarantine, people are locked up at home and they are hornier than ever. So you got to get creative uh, with, you know, how to have sexy times, to say the least. And also, it's a great opportunity for um, non-physical intimacy with people. But I will say that over the last year of this lovely um, panorama, I have really explored, um, like, my kinky side a little bit more, which we'll we'll talk about more in another episode. So I won't go too into that. But um, it opened up another way of getting myself, you know, that, like, I don't know, filling in that gap. 
So I've met a few people online through dating apps or uh, just like I, I became really involved in Twitch for a while, a, a Twitch streamer. I made a bunch of friends through um, fuck that guy in short, but I made some great friends. Um, but I, I met a lot of people and a few people that I developed like sexual relationships with, but you have to get creative when you're not able to be in person. And so, um, so I, I have never been one that was really into like video chat sex, mainly for the fact that it can feel a little awkward and embarrassing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I like, think most people can relate to that. I've definitely done it and been like, the problem for me is like, if you've got that little picture in picture of you, I've done it and be like, yeah, this is, oh my God, is that what I look like? Oh. Yes. And then <laughs> it takes I keep you out of the moment. Like, change how I'm lying or sitting or whatever. Mm-hmm. to um look better <laughs> yeah and then well and that's because like when you think about um in person sexual encounters unless you have a a big mirror on the wall or mm. on the ceiling you're not typically seeing yourself in the act <laughs> yeah exactly you can always feel yourself yes sexting is i would say the level below it where you can like I, I mean, I guess this would fall under sexting, where, like, mm. you can send Snapchat videos back and forth. And if the video isn't to your liking, you can just take another one. Yeah. It's not live. Um, I definitely did a lot of that. <laughs> that was kind of where I started, because I was I was uncomfortable with video chat uh, sexual encounters. It felt very awkward, and I tend to have a little bit of performance anxiety in certain aspects. So video chat sex made it even worse <laughs> because then I can see myself. Um, so I think Snapchat videos are a great place to start if you want to like dip your toes into it um, because then you, you have a little bit more control of how you are seen, I guess. But once you're comfortable with someone and you're yeah. cool with video chatting, holy shit, it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so much fun. Yeah. Um, the biggest... So one thing that I don't think people are completely considering, because this is our situation right now. Um, yeah, me and Anna are in a long-distance relationship. Uh, no. Me and Anna are currently in different countries, so yeah, uh, video sex stuff would be a great idea. Um, except because of the quarantine, everyone is home. Yes, that's very true. Ah, oh, that's awful. That's very yeah. true. <laughs> well, I will say, over the last year, I have, um, I have been enlightened. And how many, like, sex toys there are out there for long-distance situations. Yeah. Um, I got one myself. It's a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> it kind of played into the 
um, the, the kinky stuff that I've been exploring. Um, but there's tons of, I, I don't know tons about, uh, male sex toys, so I can't speak on that, but I know that they're out there, but there's plenty of vibrators out there that can be controlled from anywhere in the world via apps on your phone. So you can give control over to somebody else and they can take the lead and you can video chat or you can just text while you do it. It's there's there's ways to still have fun without being in person. And mm. I think honestly a lot of people probably need that in their lives because they're stuck in the cycle just kind of having I don't know yeah boring and or mediocre sex it's you know it's hard to know where to I think if you're new to it then it's hard to sort of know what do you what do you do where do you start um um a friend of mine on discord has pointed out that just because you have a really nice I don't know remote controlled vibrating dildo or something for you and your partner to play with if you don't know what you're fucking doing with that, then it's not going to be very fun. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's also, it's the time for ex- self-exploration, my friends. <laughs> uh, it's it's a good, it's a good time oh, to kind of oh, oh, figure yourself right, yeah, out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're nodding, not realizing what I'm saying. But it's true. I just thought you meant like finding out like, oh, what kind of kinks do I like? Not like, I mean, yeah, but also if you don't explore your own body um, and figure out what you like, then how are you supposed to communicate that to anyone else? Mm. So I think adding the aspect of distance and whatnot, like it forces you to communicate with your partner. Yeah. And that adds a like a sexy layer to things to have your partner be more descriptive about what they would do if they were there or what they want you to do. It's, you know, it's, it's fun. Adds a little like bit of a power dynamic, which is a turn on for a lot of people, Mm. myself included. (laughs) Myself included as well. Yeah. So, I don't know, just be open to trying things. And if it's awkward at first, it's okay because the other person probably feels awkward too. <laughs> and it you'll have work to your be way through it. Hardcore. I've, it doesn't I've have always, to be anything hardcore. So, yeah. Just I've always slow. thought that if you aren't able to laugh during sex, during those awkward moments, then you're not sleeping with the right person. <laughs> Embrace <laughs> the awkward moments laugh about them and then continue on it's okay yeah <laughs> awkward moments happen whether you're in person or not um i will say if you are looking into long distance toys a great brand to check out is lovens it's l o v e n s e um they have a Ooh. multitude of toys um for both men and women and they can like connect so there's a 
I can't think of what it's what the name of the the male one is, but there's one for men and then one for women that is called the Nora, I believe, and that one is like um an insertable like it's it's a dildo. It's kind of like a, a rabbit, I guess, is um, what it would be. But it connects to the male toy and they work together. But um it's a great brand to check out if you're looking into. Can we talk about um what they call these um like the technology behind this um what according to their website they are teledildonic <laughs> that's a fun name that's amazing it tells you everything you need to know <laughs> it, it truly does i mean it's a self-explanatory name you're right it does say that um yeah, Lovins is great. Uh, they are a little bit more pricey than some other toys. Yeah. But I will say, um, a lot of like remote controlled vibrators, for example, they have connectivity issues. Like the ones that just have a a handheld remote, they tend to not be very good, mm. and they disconnect really easily. And that's not fun to be in the middle of a a session and then it disconnects. Kind of kills the vibe. So hey. I haven't had any issues with my um, I have the Lush 2 from Lovence. It's fun. I enjoy it. Um, I would recommend it. Uh, I think for some people, they will get more out of it than I do. Um, but I think it's it's fun for foreplay for me. But it won't it won't get me all the way there. But I'm sure for a lot of people it will. Um, it's still fun nonetheless. And they, they have tons of toys. Um, and they're constantly updating them and improving them. So... I would check them out. The price is worth it if you seriously want to get a long-distance toy. Um, but there are cheaper options if you just want to dip your toes into it. So, mm. The other thing I will say, um, if you don't want to invest in expensive long-distance toys, another option is, like, if you have already have toys of your own, for example, uh, you can still give your partner control over it it would just have to be verbal and that's something that i have played around with which has been fun where my partner will tell me to either increase the speed slow the speed down completely stop you know that kind of stuff you can still incorporate those things without spending a hundred dollars on a fancy new vibrator so play around with it it's fun So, anything else we should say? Because um, I think the other things that I would say will go into the uh, the kink episode. So Sounds great. I don't want to give too much of that away. So, this has been our relationship in the quarantine episode. Um, before we finish it off, Anna wants to tell you guys that she loves you. And she wants you to be safe, both in terms of germs and murderers. Mm. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and TikTok at Bye Bye Baby Podcast. Also, don't forget to let us know, um, are you safe on a dating website or are you ending up on a true crime podcast? So please take the quiz. If you have anything else to add, just slide into our DMs or comment in one of our posts. Uh, we're also opening up a Discord server, 
which can be found in our link tree, which is going to be available on our social medias as well. And you can hop on our Discord server. You can chat to us. It's going to be really fun. So yeah. everyone's welcome. This has been Julie. Maddie. And Max. Until next time. Bye-bye, babies. Oh, he's so handsome. <laughs> <laughs>